You are listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. Our goal is to help you follow what Jesus taught in Matthew 6:33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, here's our host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Pastor Jeffrey Daly from Middletown, California, who founded a ministry called National Day of Repentance, focusing on the United States of America, but also the nations. Thank you, Pastor Jeffrey, for being on Faith City Outreach to share the ministry the Lord has given you and to discuss the importance of national and global repentance. Uh, It's a great honor. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you. First of all, Pastor Jeffrey, please share some background uh, about when the Lord gave you this unique and important national ministry called National Day of Repentance? Well, that's a great question. You know, it began, I think, in 2008. I was back in Washington, D.C. I was walking around the White House. I was there as a, not just as a, but also as an attorney. I I have those two hats that I've been wearing all these years. And I was at an attorney's conference, but I really felt the Lord told me to take a break and go over to the White House. And as I was walking around, I really felt a dark cloud over the whole, well, Washington, D.C. itself, but especially over the White House. And it wasn't just about that then occupant, that was President Bush. So it it really wasn't about politics as much as it, it was just a, 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 depression or a a darkness. And I asked the Lord, what's, what is this Lord? And he said, what I think he said to me was, my people have forgotten me. Hmm. And it really hit me hard. And so I came back here to California, and I started to go back through American history, especially American Christian history. And what I learned pretty quickly was that up until recently, and by recently, I, the last such time was in World War I, 1918. Up until then, under different government leaders and different church leaders in the colonies and in the states and in the national government, they held days of prayer, fasting, and what they called humiliation, days of repentance. And I saw it was connected to God's word in 2 Chronicles 7, 14. And he says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their ways, which are wicked compared to mine, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. And so we have not had a healing in well over a hundred years now, hundred, you know, it's just tragic, 103 years or whatever. And no one as divided as our country is right now, no one is talking about that spiritual solution. So 
That's been my focus. Um, we formally started this in 2011 with two other pastors. And then I realized this is something for every country, not just the United States. So we've been working in Africa. We've been working in the Philippines, working um, to some extent in France, of all places. And it's, it's for people who love the Lord and know his word and and have the courage to call for this day in their country so it's it's what we need to do right now marina we need to do it amen and i'm so glad that we're talking about it i know you said that not too many people are talking about it but this is why we are talking about it now because it needs to be discussed it needs to be done and another healing needs to be done and not just a national but a global repentance Right, right, right. So we are. We also, a couple of years ago, started what we called Global Days of Repentance, and we would focus on a given country uh, that's, you know, either threatened or in the middle of a uh, pestilence or drought or, or war or whatever. And we now have about a thousand people from almost 50 different nations believers like you and me, and on a given day, we pray and repent and then have prayer points and intercede for that nation. So the combination of repentance plus intercessory prayer, we think really pleases the Lord and it it cleanses us in the process to get ready because the Lord is coming back soon and he wants a clean bride. He thinks of us as a bride and it's kind of unusual, but yes, that's what he thinks. And he's the bridegroom. He's coming soon. So we got to get ready. Why is national and a global repentance so important, Pastor Jeffrey? Well, because it's God's solution. You can see how man, humans, men and women, when they're put in leadership and they only look to themselves, inevitably fail. Humanity does not have the ability. You know, there's the way it's just in Proverbs 14, and it's repeated in Proverbs 16. There's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it results in death. And that's a pretty heavy statement, but it means death of the project, death of your ability to really be working with God. If you just, as a person, become your own with pride, you become your own God, so to speak, and and only think about yourself, it's going to fail. So God has his solution, and it includes humility, real humility, forgiveness, and real repentance, which includes turning back to him and humbly asking his forgiveness, confessing our sin and saying, Lord, would you clean me up? I made a mess. I now want to follow you. So it's a real change in your thinking. It's a kind of mature realization that you need God's way, not your old self. You got to die to your old self. Right. And it's not only just a change in our thinking, but also a change in our heart. Yes, it's a change in your heart. And then the other part of repentance is you have to walk it out so that other people close to you see the change. There's this phrase in the Bible that you have to bear fruit worthy of repentance. I mean, people 
see the new side of you, the new Holy Spirit fruits of love and patience and joy and and peace and kindness mm -hmm. and goodness. They say, oh my gosh, you used to be such a jerk. You were angry all the time. You were jealous all the time. You're always talking about yourself. You're so full of yourself. And now you're you're a different person. What happened? And you say, well, I repented. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm filled with his Holy Spirit. I'm working in a wonderful way for, for the Lord now. So that, that's what he wants collectively. When he sees this done collectively in either in a church or a city or a state or a uh, province or a nation, then he heals. He will do the healing miraculously. And we, in our American Christian history, we have had, this is amazing, 803 such times of prayer, fasting, and repentance, going back to the pilgrims, 803. For example, in the Civil War, President Lincoln had three of them, three different times when the situation was so desperate, he said, Lord, we just need your help. So he called for a day of humiliation, fasting, and prayer three different times. And one other time that I can mention, because we now have this global pandemic about COVID-19. In 1849, they had cholera, which was a far more serious disease. Cholera, really very serious. And it was an epidemic in first in Europe, and it came here to the United States. And it was sweeping across the, the United States in 1849. And the then president, Taylor, called for a day of prayer, fasting, and humiliation in August 1849. Within a few weeks, the epidemic stopped just as a sovereign move of God. Wow. Yep. So there's nothing impossible to God. And he's looking for his people to humble themselves. Then he'll, he'll do the work. Pastor Jeffrey, before we collectively repent shouldn't we repent individually too yes every day it's it's a it's a spiritual discipline i mean god's sense of humor is he's got me doing this ministry so guess what i have to do this all the time right <laughs> yes. you can't teach something that you can't mm -hmm. have an experience so it's really changed my relationship with my wife, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still all the time make mistakes, but nonetheless, there's progress. And I think after 28 years, we're closer now than ever before. And it's because I'm cleaning up my act. So yes, you have to especially look at there's there's seven key what the Lord calls abominations that are listed in Proverbs chapter six. And the first one that's the abomination number one is a proud look, mm. pride. And I think it's a constant thing in our culture because we're so focused on ourselves with our Facebook page and social media and look at me and this is what my cousin did two weeks ago and blah, 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 blah. So we have to get out of ourselves all the time and get rid of pride. And so repentance is, is just 
confessing the obvious, like, Lord, I, I can see this is an issue that I have. And would you help me? Come on in and help me. And he always will help. That's one of the roles of the Holy Spirit. Help. Definitely. What are the signs of unforgiveness, Pastor Jeffrey? Because some people say they aren't living in unforgiveness, but there may be signs revealing otherwise. Well, yeah. If you're always thinking about that person and it's it's kind of still in your craw, so to speak, it's like you're, you're stuck with that memory of that one way in which they offended you or whatever, then you haven't yet completely forgiven it it's just the reality of it it's you're you're still living the offense in some way and so you need to ask the lord to help say lord would you help me wash this by your blood by by your authority by your your love by you know all this your wonderful power would you just cleanse my my let me release this because I, I want to really release it. And you might have to ask him more than once, but that's that's his job. It's a loving job. And he just, he wants us all to, to clean, clean up. Pastor Jeffrey, we know that Jesus came to set us free from sin and spiritual death. And he easily demonstrated forgiveness towards his enemies on earth and also on the cross. How would you approach someone about forgiveness when he or she does not want to forgive or wants to delay it? Wow, such a great question, Marina. That's such a great question. I think you have to share your own personal testimony with people like that if they'll listen at all. You just have to wait for an opening and then share how in your own life, for example, I really had a problem with my own father. My father really betrayed me. We were in a business together and he promised me that that I would um, be the owner of the business in due season. And, and then he sold the business to someone else behind my back. And for two or three years, I could not forgive him. I didn't even want to see him for Thanksgiving or whatever. And then finally, the Lord really put it on my heart that this is something that would keep you out of heaven if you don't forgive. It's, it's really right there in the scripture. It's real yes or no. If, if you're trying to get into heaven and you're still unforgiving as to someone, uh, the word is really clear that you don't get in. So I, I wanted, once I became a believer, I wanted to go through all of my relationships and cleanse them and say, Lord, would you help me? I'm going to go through these difficult moments and that's what I would share with another person who wasn't yet ready to forgive, that there's there's joy and freedom that follows forgiveness and repentance. There's liberation. You get liberated and, and can go on and really have an abundant life. Let it go. Yes. What a beautiful word. Liberation. Yeah. Freedom, freedom in Christ. Freedom. Yeah, exactly. Pastor Jeffrey, as Christians, why do we struggle to follow Jesus's steps of forgiving our enemies and praying for them and loving them. How can we learn to practice forgiveness more easily, even though we know it is uncomfortable or an uncomfortable experience and our fresh, our flesh doesn't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Another great question. Another great question. Well, there's a wonderful scripture that I use. It's in the book of Ephesians in the fourth chapter 
in the third verse, Ephesians 4, 3. And it says, it says, go the, basically, go the extra mile, really work at keeping the unity of the Holy Spirit in the bond of peace. So that what I get from that, it's a word of endeavor, endeavor to keep it, the unity. And the Lord asked me to look up the word endeavor. And endeavor means go the extra mile, really work at it. Make it your job to keep the unity going so that so that even now, I mean, I see this a lot with other pastors. We, you know, we kind of brag how many members are in your church and what are you doing? Are you building this building and what's going on? It's so easy to get caught up and offended. And the Lord's asking us to keep unity, keep forgiving, don't get up in offenses and keep keep the unity it's it's the thing that we have that the world does not have we have the holy spirit when you truly are a christian you have the indwelling spirit and that spirit is stronger than any spirit in the world so you really want to connect your holy spirit to the other person's Holy Spirit, and then forget about the small stuff. It's spirit to spirit. That's so true. There's power in unity, and not just, it's not our power, like you said, it's the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are the true signs of forgiveness, Pastor Jeffrey? Liberation and joy, joy, joy. You know, we don't have enough discussion about this, but one of the... Mm -hmm. Fruits of the Holy Spirit right after love is joy. There's mm -hmm. joy when you go around people that have forgiven others and moved on and that are now operating out of their calling. Obviously, Marina, you have a calling. Look at this. You're doing your calling. There's a joy in your voice and, and so forth. And so this is what this is the blessing of forgiveness. This is the blessing of repentance. And this is the blessing of just, you know, advancing God's kingdom, where you put God first, and, and you're not caught in the, the unforgiveness thing. There's a man that wrote a really good book, and it's um, the, called The Bait of Satan. Mm. And his name is John Bervere. And the bait of Satan is, is to get offended get offended, and then don't forgive, stay stuck, get angry, divide away, split up the church, whatever, all that stuff that pleases the enemy. And so you just almost have to purpose not to go that way. Take a deep breath and just call on the Lord to cleanse. Right. And we can easily get offended with just by remarks that people say. All the time. Easy so easy. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier about we need to practice repenting on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it, the more you do it, the more you say to yourself, wow, this is health good, because you begin to see the change in yourself that you're, 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 I mean, it sounds almost blasphemous, but Jesus wants us to be more like him. I mean, yes, we can never be him, 
but you can be more like him, having the qualities of love and joy and peace and all those that are listed in Galatians chapter five. There's nine of them listed there. And that's what you get when you do this every day. So that it's not, it's great when you pray, but it's additionally powerful to take time and say, Lord, I like to spend five or 10 minutes with you and clean up some old patterns. What's the pattern that you think I am most ready to let go of now? And guess what? He will tell you immediately. He knows you better than you know yourself. And if you have the courage to look at that and go, oh my gosh, there I am again. I'm getting angry or I'm getting jealous or I'm getting prideful or I'm getting blah, blah, blah. I mean, we all have our laundry lists. If you have the courage to look at it and confess it, he will forgive you immediately. You can go one extra step. And the extra is to repent. Repent means, you know, and you really, you're sort of talking out loud to the Lord. You're saying, well, Lord, I, I'm done with that path. Would you help me just put it behind me? I, I don't want to do it anymore. And that is so true, because even sometimes when we think we've, we have no unforgiveness in our uh, lives, you can even go to the Lord on a daily basis. Is there anyone that I need to forgive? And just take yeah. a moment of silence and he will bring that person to your yeah. mind. I mean, I did that last night and I thought I was good. And, and so I just did it again. And so I had to repeat my uh, forgiveness towards this woman. And, and so um, I, I felt better and it's true. Um, it, there are times where you have to repeat um, the repentance um, for a certain individual, if, uh, let's say, negative thoughts rise up in your mind, or um, that person keeps coming to your mind, and you're like thinking, well, what's going on here? So yeah. there's something that you need to do, and that is to repent. But you can definitely ask the Lord, and he will definitely bring that person to your mind. Yeah, that's great. That's absolutely correct. Yes. And he will set you free. Amen. Pastor Jeffrey, I like how your website mentions that repentance is not punishment. It's right. an intimate building, liberating, deeply joyful process, as you mentioned before, bringing joy, that it's available to every believer, thanks to the Lord. Yeah, it's his gift. It's a gift. I like G-I-F. how you say that. Yes, it's a gift. And I like how you you can use that. And because we don't think of it as a gift. I know, exactly. That's why I'm so <laughs> excited to do this show with you. Word at, people need to understand this is a gift. It's a free gift, free. So you first come into the kingdom using repentance, really changing your thinking and come on in and say, you know, I'm done with my old life. Want to come into the kingdom, Lord. I believe you rose from the dead. I want you to be Lord of my life, and I'm going to follow you now. And, and then repentance is the cleaning up, and the more you do, the more joy and liberation. Definitely. Thank you so much, Pastor Jeffrey, for being on Faith City Outreach. And I know you're going to return so that we can discuss the second part of uh, national and global repentance. 
Great. My honor, Marina. Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless. You've been listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Join us next time as Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. All music is courtesy of Zapsplat.com, and our thanks goes out to Four Winds Ministries in Arizona for partnering with Faith City Outreach. If you'd like to support this ministry, just go to fcoprogram.com and click the donate button. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.